Do you remember the first story that was so spellbinding that it drove you to break the rules and stay up all night? To keep reading, keep listening, keep playing? So good you forgot your life and lived there? So good that the moment it ended you asked yourself, what next? Welcome to the floor. Our goal is to take you back, take you deeper, to explore and understand more, and relive that childlike wonder. Join us as we dive deep into humanity's greatest stories, no matter how they are told, through books, movies, television, even games. One of us does an in-depth research on our topic. One of us is familiar with the topic. And one of us knows nothing. So the right questions will always be asked and will be addressed for anyone coming into the topic, regardless of how much you know. Enjoy another world, another adventure, another spellbinding story. Join us on the floor. All right. Welcome to the floor. This is a new format we are exploring. We're going to be releasing a series of shorts. So these will be much shorter episodes. We're shooting for about eight minutes to keep it nice and tight. It'll usually be just one or two of us in these. So uh, definitely let us know uh, what you think about these. Uh, And we are still in the Xenoverse, but there is a new movie coming out called Prey. And this is... uh, So let's, let's back up real quick. Okay. Because there's two of us here, uh, and the format has shifted. So the expert is not here because these are specifically for people who just want to catch up a little bit yeah. and don't really have that expert level. Eli is our expert for the Xenoverse. Yeah. You know that if you've been listening. And for this episode specifically, you will be the uh, yes. amateur. And I'm the so, know-nothing. Yeah, I guess I guess that's it. Um, so, so, yes. So if you've heard our last few episodes, we talked about the Xenoverse we talked about the overlap of Predator and Aliens and uh, how the Predators or the Yunta have merged into that universe and are now part of it. Uh, it is c- captured in that in that very common reference to a powerful uh, company that kind of shapes the destiny of mankind. Wayland, the man who invented androids, Yutani, as in the Yunta or Predators, right? We So in the, in the Xenoverse, we are constantly talking about Wayland yutani So... You can see how those words have just really merged into one. So a new movie is coming out called Prey. And this is another predator coming to Earth. Only this will be taking place, uh, I believe, probably in the 1900s or possibly even the 1800s. And it will be dealing with the Comanche tribe. And so in this little short today, we're actually going to be talking about the Comanche. And if if you've listened to our episodes on the predator, it will become very clear why the writers chose the Comanche for this story. It is very fitting. So the first thing I want to bring up about the Comanche is this is a post-European tribe of Indians. Before the Europeans come to America, the Comanche do not exist. And the reason that is, is because originally there's a tribe called the Shoshone, and the Comanche share a language with the Shoshone. So when the Europeans come, they bring horses. And the Shoshone trade for these horses, and a group uh, of people within the Shoshone love horses and the riding and the way it changes hunting and combat and everything. And they break off and form their own tribe. And these are the Comanche. Now the Comanche, that is not the name they call themselves. The name they call themselves by is the Neminia. And that- What? Can you say that again? Neminia. I don't, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. <laughs> I, I'm just looking at the spelling. Neminia. Okay. Yeah. So what it means is the people. So they just call themselves the people, right? 
and Comanche is actually a Ute word, a, a word from another Indian tribe for them. And what that word means is it's translated two ways, either enemy or someone who wants to fight me all the time. Right. And so, that is so enemy or brother, <laughs> enemy or brother. So this this phrase, someone who wants to fight me all the time is the perfect description of the Comanche. They are a very warlike people. And not only do they love raiding and fighting, they are very good on it. Uh, one of the best descriptions of the Comanche people is Mongols of America. Right. Mounted warriors who were efficient deadly and just raiding and conquering. They were a powerful force. Uh, in, in U.S. history, the Apache are known as one of the most warlike and most dangerous tribes that the colonizers faced. But at one point, the, command, the Apache go to war with the Comanche and they lose. And that's it. The Comanche take their tour territory and that's it. So the territory is called Comancheria. Okay, so let's uh, back up for a second. So you, you got a lot of information. Here. Okay, yeah, there was a lot Bomb there. dropping on us. Okay, so okay. Let, let me recap real quick because we're already halfway done here. <laughs> We've got the Comanches that were were a split off of the Apache. No, they were split off of the Shoshone. Shoshone, okay. And then the reason they split off is because they loved horses so much. They loved horses, so, yeah. So this they, is where we get the movie Spirit. Spirit. <laughs> so okay. part, part of the reason is the Shoshone were kind of a mountain tribe. They lived up in the mountains and everything like this, and the horses were better on the plains. And so the Comanche moved south to the Great Plains. Oh, okay. So they actually also relocated. They're yeah, they reclo- just, Yeah, they loved the horses, and then and they, they reclo- the area. They relocated got- to optimize the horses. Yes, got it. Okay, okay. Anyways, continue. Okay, so uh, so this Comanche area, and if you look at the Spanish and French maps as they kind of spread out uh, across the the Americas, you can see they avoid Comancheria. They encounter the Comanches and right off the bat, they're like, you don't mess with those people, right? Like they bring a dead stop to the expansion of both the Spanish and the French because they are very warlike and they're very good at it. And there even becomes a term uh, called the Comanche move. And the Comanche learned that night raids were a very good way to win and conquer an enemy. But if you've ever been out camping without a flashlight up in the mountains and stuff, it can get insane dark. Like you can't see anything at night. But if there's a full moon, you can see fairly well. And so the Comanche would wait for a full moon and then they would do their night raids because they could see enough that they could raid efficiently and still take advantage of all the things that happen at night. Whereas everybody's tired. Most people are asleep and you can't see us coming from as far off. Right. And so that then becomes the term. A Comanche moon. It was the full moon was dreaded on the in the western frontier because that's when the Comanche would raid and attack. Interesting. Okay, so what does this have to do with prey? Okay, so the prey will be dealing with the Comanche tribe, and as we mentioned uh, in our uh, episode on the predator, they they the predators aren't just coming here to hunt humans. They want warriors who are trained, armed, and ready. They are looking for the best challenge they can get out of these people. And as I mentioned, the Comanche were basically an unstoppable force. I will mention about the thing, the fall of the Comanche is brought about by three things. But before these things, these are essentially an unstoppable army on the Western frontier of the Americas, right? The Europeans can't beat them. They just go around them. They're like, they're not spreading out. They like that area. Just leave them be, or they just wipe you out for kicks. Just leave them alone, right? And so the three things that bring about the end of the Comanche are 
between 1817 and 1841, over 70% of the tribe is wiped out by diseases like smallpox sweeping through their population. So they're down to just 30% of their people. That's and then between in, when? Uh, 1817 and 1841. Okay. So, and then in the 1840s, you have the development of the revolver. And then in the 1850s, you get the development of the repeating rifle. So when the uh, United States begins to push against the Comanches and to take their territory after the Civil War, even though the Comanches are better warriors, they're better shots, they're better with a bow and a horse, uh, an American soldier can get off between 15 and 20 shots before they even have to reload. And that is kind of what, like, and like I said, and they're down to 30% of their population. And so those three things together bring about the end of the Comanche people. The, for, for the first time, the European or colonizer armies are able to beat them in combat and drive them back. Yeesh. So so, but so, so you, let's say if we take prey before that time period, be like, the Mongols are not what they were anymore. The great warriors of the world are the Comanche. He says they're not the aggressive expansionists that the, that the Mongols were. But, you know, as we can see, these great European armies with their cannons and their rifles, they don't fight the Comanche. They go around them because they're just that dangerous. And so it's like that is why the predator picks the Comanche people to, to hunt when he comes. Interesting. So you said that the movie takes place between early 19 and early 1800s. So I don't know the exact date uh, they're, they're placing the movie at. But I'm assuming it's going to be at the peak uh, of Comanche military power, just based on my understanding of the predator lore, right? What what experience they're looking for in a hunt. Interesting. So most likely end of the 1700s, based off what you've told us. Yeah, yeah. Because, uh, I mean, if we're going into the uh, you mean end of the 1800s, because like it's at what, 1900s, where... Um, the beginning of the 1900s is where they start to dwindle, lose to, out to disease, and the weapons are developed. Okay. So, awesome. Well, that's uh, that's the Comanche. Of... <laughs> what we could fit into our little short here. So hopefully, <laughs> hopefully that helps you prepare for the movie Prey a little bit better. Uh, hopefully, Eli- it's enough. Yeah. So Eli's got some really cool stuff on weaponry and, and comparisons and connections to the to the Predator and the uh, Comanche, but uh, that will be in another episode. I hope you enjoyed this short. Definitely either write in or in the comments and reviews. Uh, Let us know what you think of this, this format. And thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Leave us a review. Tell us why you like listening to us. Is it our awesome deep dives? Is it our amazing back and forth? Is it our charming good looks? What would you like us to add or change? You can put that in the review as well. We read reviews. Yeah. And if you're going to be leaving us a review telling us what you like about it, maybe you even want to share the content with your friends, uh, like and share on social media. You can join us on Twitter and Facebook. We post memes and we actually started a discord. So come play with us. So uh, a lot of the worlds we cover have a retcon. Uh, if you're not familiar with that term, it's reconstruction. Or sometimes we might uh, use a bad source for some of our lore research. And if that happens, uh, feel free to email us at floorfantasyandlore at gmail.com. That is floor spelled F-L-O-R-E, fantasyandlore at gmail.com. And if you're angry enough, we'll read it on the air. (laughs) Yes, we will. Also, the Treasure Room is now available. 
we have locked a few secrets for everything we cover in there. And each week we add more. And uh, you can find the treasure room on patreon.com backslash floor fantasy and lore. And how do you spell that, Aaron? That's lore with an F at the beginning. So it sounds like floor, but it's not the floor you're thinking because it's our floor. uh, We hope you enjoyed your time on the floor. Uh, Think about your favorite part of the episode. Now think about your nerdiest friend. Who is it? What is their name? They want to know about the floor. Stop holding out on them. Go and tell them about your favorite part. Because all of this is more fun together.